Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind and Solar's general manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on self-reliant energy. Check out our additional educational information, including dates for our hands-on workshops conducted in Seymour, on our website, windandsolar.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. Okay, we've been off for a while. We've been bad, and shame on us. Actually, it's your fault, David, so I don't feel so bad. I know it's your fault. We have taken the holiday season too much to heart, and we haven't been on top of the podcast like we should. I'm going to say my problem has been building a house. I don't know what your problem is. I think you're just a slacker, I think is what your problem is. So anyway, we want to talk today. We had a, I'm going to go with interesting. It's interesting because it got fixed rather than it was catastrophic because it didn't. But we had an interesting situation over at the house. I know I've probably said it. Probably everybody's tired of hearing it, but we are building off grid. House is about done. We've got the we've got two arrays out there that are actively producing a great job and everything. But we had an interesting situation one night where the system shut down. We're not living over there yet, so we don't know what happened. But we do know really bad storm came through. Not sure what happened, but in the process of talking with, with Sam about it and what was going on, he talked to me about we needed to wake up the batteries. And we are using we're using lithiums and we're actually using what I would call lithium cells because they're not it's it's not like the Yeah, the prismatic cells. Yeah. It's it's not like the Simplify because we actually have a standalone BMS system for, or excuse me, a battery management system for it. So it's not like a battery, but it's the cells and kind of make the whole thing. And uh, he was talking about waking it up, and I thought that's kind of a curious thing to do. Why do you wake something up? How does it go to sleep? You know what kind of happened there? And so let's talk about that. As you and I both know, we're selling lithiums hand over fist anymore lead acid has all but gone the way of the dinosaur i can't even i mean do you even remember the last time we sold it's pretty it's getting fewer and fewer (laughs) it's it's, just fewer and fewer so it's just very much an oddity the agms even even same thing yeah i mean we sell some but i mean really everything's going the way of lithium and so this is a as i understand it this is a Kind of a unique quality, yes, if you unique. will. Yeah, this is unique to lithium versus AGM. So tell me what what happens. Why why are we why are they going to sleep? Why are we well, waking them you, up? What's you said it earlier in your deal when you were talking about your battery management system. That's exactly what they're designed to do because of that system. You don't see a battery management system on flooded lead acid or and really any aqueous system. You don't see. Uh, okay, so let's back up then. So it sounds like the first thing we need to, sus- to discuss is what is a, a battery management system, or we're going to shorthand it BMS. What's what's a BMS? A BMS is exactly, it's a computer with a bunch of electrodes is connected to all, all your all your cells of your battery. I mean, so, you know, you may have 16, or actually 32 leads running away from your, oh, which yeah. is <laughs> negative and positive. And it all runs back to this little computer, this little uh, this computer, which is called the BMS. 
and it's constantly monitoring the batteries, seeing at what level each of these batteries is at. So each one of these cells, each one of these cells, yes, each one of these cells that make up the battery. So, for instance, in case of the the house, the new house, you know, we're a forty eight volt system. Well, these cell, these prismatic cells that we're using are three point two volts. So we had to string together sixteen of these, and they. Basically, not really a line, but we did them in a in a way that yeah, no, it, little it, blocks, you know. So it was a, make, it was certainly a Tetris yeah, game trying to figure out yeah. how to get them all. So you had to, yeah, you had to <laughs> arrange all these so all your leads would fit. So and, you have, and all the leads were the same length. Yes, yes, because they had to all be the same length. If not, they won't read properly back to the BMS. Just the same way that you won't charge properly if you have say you had eight foot of that acid batteries together and you had. Four that were two foot long joining the batteries together, and, and four that were six inches long. They're, they're you know they need to be equal length. In the same way with your BMS leads going off to your individual cells, they need to be the. And so some of them are going to be a lot longer than the other ones are going to be, and some of them will be shorter. So, so one of the things that was and is a challenge with doing that, from actually having done it or being instructed how to do it by Sam, is that you've got those sixteen batteries. And basically, they have to be wired in this great big loop, right? Right. I mean, so seriously, if you were sitting, you know, if you had just tons of space and you just were sitting them out on a floor in an empty garage or something, you could have a great big circle where they were all wired in series and you just created this great big loop and you had the two, you know, the, the one battery at the end that you were connecting to and you had all the rest of them logged in a big series. But the challenge you got with that was that, and we use a daily, we use a daily BMS. We sell them here at the store is you've got all those leads and for whatever reason, (laughs) you know, daily is like, you've got the tiniest, what what is the gauge wire? It's gotta be something. I mean, whatever gauge wire is the smallest gauge in the world. they've got on that lead and you know if you need 24 inches i rest assured you have 12 inches on that. Right. and so you've got to bring all those together and then touch each one of those batteries with that lead simultaneously while not electrocuting yourself across right. yeah, that's exactly right so it's a challenge to put those together and of course you typically don't have a full garage floor to set this out on. I mean, your your space is always going to be an issue, so you've got to put that together. But so, but so, like you're saying, we had that we had that daily BMS. It was a 48 volt BMS. You're running these little leads all over, you know, creation, trying to wire it together. But my question coming back, even having done that, is okay. So coming off of that, so coming off of your BMS, you've got all those little leads mm-hmm. right but then you only have the two main leads from the bms going to your positive and negative how are you what is it even doing with say cell number seven so all you because all you've got is that one little lead going off over there yeah yeah, that is the case. I mean, you just had the one little lead going off over there. So it is charging. But as it goes across it, the BMS knows that it's supposed to give more energy to that cell. It's like in a vehicle, you know, if your vehicle starts sensing that 
Yes. Traction control or something. Right, yeah, or, yeah, traction control is the best one. The, the right rear wheel is slipping. It's going to send more. It's going to take power away from that because it, there's no need for it. I mean, if it's slipping, there's no need to give that power. And it'll give power maybe to the left front wheel. So it will, and especially in an all-wheel drive vehicle. So that way it takes that energy instead of just burning it off and letting it slip. It brings it on and, and actually propels the, the car on forward. Well, so how does it know cell seven? Or are you assuming that your cells are all created equal in this series? Yes, that's the first, the first thing is it's assuming that they're all cells are created equal. And let's say that you do like you did and buy prismatic cells. That's the number first. That's the very first thing you have to do is make sure that your cells are, I mean, you know, within just, I mean, micro voltage of, I mean, of each other. You know, if you get a cell that's resting at 2.9 volts and everything else is rushing at 3.2 volts, you don't want to add that into the system. I mean, that, you know, if you can't get that to be at 3.2 volts and hold 3.2 volts, you know, I mean, you're going to bring your whole, your whole system down. So the BMS in this case is, is really just monitoring. It's it monitoring. it can't, yeah. it can't say magically yeah, send, yeah. send some extra yeah. to number seven, right. but number nine is a little over. So right. take a little, it's just, it's just looking at it's it and saying, sensing it. and so if anything, if any one of them starts to fail, instead of letting it draw the whole thing down, it will say, nope, we're going to shut this thing off now because even though we want them to be exactly perfect, they're never going to be. They're just like, just like people. They're, you know what I mean? They're, everyone is going to be unique. I mean, they may be very, very close, but they're going to be unique. Okay. So let's get back to, I kind of took us surprisingly enough for us. We went down <laughs> a rabbit hole. Okay. So I've got five different, I'm going to say batteries, right. which have okay. 16 different cells in each one right. of them. Okay. So I've got, let's just say one of the batteries for some unknown reason drops below the voltage that it needs to be. What's the BMS going to do? It's going to shut the unit down. So what is, so what does that mean? So what it's going to do is it's going to put it into basically sleep mode. Like your computer would go into. Okay. So, so I've got my 16 little teeny weeny wires running out to all of my cells and I've got my two big honking I mean, those things got to be what number four, number four or something probably. like that, that are actually running the BMS. So, is the BMS now turning those two number fours off? Is that yes. what it's doing? Yes, it's killing all power away from in, okay. into or away from the unit. Okay, so that gateway is shut down, right? And it's saying, okay, don't do anything else with this. Shut it off. All right. So now we talk about going to sleep. So, what does going to sleep mean on these cells? So going to sleep only means that that there will be no incoming voltage going to the cells or outgoing voltage away from the cells. So okay. there will be, and really there'll be no transfer of amperage going in into or out of the cell. Okay. So, but I bet you money if you laid a, a socket wrench across a well, positive and negative on one of those, it'll light up your life. That's been a dead short. That's something totally different. I mean, we're when we're hooking up, that's no different than your car battery. You know, okay, so are you waking up the batteries or are you waking up the BMS? You're waking up the BMS. You're okay. The BMS. Hey, okay, so there's, you're, you're, there's you're, where. What you're doing is telling the BMS. The cells, yeah, the cells are going to have energy. You know, that's the number one thing BMS does is instead of being able to go, take it too far down and destroy the cell, it's saying, no, we're going to tell the BMS. The BMS is going to go to sleep. It's going to basically go in there again. The, the BMS is just a computer. I mean, that's really right. what it is. Right. And so the computer is going to go to sleep mode. You've got to wake that computer up out of sleep mode. 
on a computer that we use day in and day out, you hit enter, you hit a button, right. and it wakes it up. Well, this thing says you can't just hit a button. You've got to physically, because you've already got down to the exact level that we're wanting to be asleep at, the voltage is. So now that I've got to increase that voltage, just instantaneously, but very, very short okay. time. So on my system, what are we looking at? So it's a 48-volt system. So what are we looking at that it's going to say, go sleep? Usually it's going to be around about 49 and a half volts. Okay. So the batteries, you know, it's not, sun's not shining, whatever, gets to 49 and a half. Right. The BMS says kills, right. kills the, the two big number four wires, right. just turns them off. And so my question coming back, and I, I didn't really understand this with, with Sam when we were talking about it, is there's still there's still power. Still energy in the batteries. Still energy in the batteries. I mean, it's you've just got not, it's just you not enough to, 16 leads going out there. You, so why, when we were talking, Sam was telling, you know, it's okay to wake this up. We're, we're, we may need a battery. We may need a solar panel. We could take a solar panel and bring the leads in and pop it a little bit. Why can't it wake itself up? Why can't you tell it to wake itself up from the batteries? Because the batteries there again are at that, you know, I always go back to the, you know, you had, if you said, I don't want the valve to open. If, if once it gets to 20 gallons in the 55 gallon drum, I don't want any more to go out of that. That's the minimum. And until you put a little bit, I mean, I'm talking a cup of water into that barrel, the valve will not open. I mean, it, it says, no, I am not opening for any, any reason. Okay. So I'm yeah. getting an understanding, right? Yeah. I'm not arguing yeah. with you. But so. but like even like, okay, so you and I both know, you know, with the with the flashlight, you know, the light goes off, turn it off a minute, turn, wait a minute, right. <laughs> turn it back on, you yeah. may get a flicker. But the BM, that's what the BMS, that's the computer program in the BMS is telling it. Until something external tells us to wake up until there's an external wake up. Now there was certain batteries on the market for a while. Trojan had one. They actually discontinued it, but it actually had a button that you could push. Well, on and the, doesn't the simplify do that? They've got a breaker on it, but they don't have it. Okay. I, didn't, okay. They, they I knew they had a button. Uh, but they had a button that you could push and basically make it give a little jump. I mean, so it would, it would jump, it okay. would tell the BMS to, Hey, come back on, you know, we got sunlight back out. We're ready to All right. So let's, so let's explore that. So you've said, and I believe you, that the BMS just says, ain't going to do it from the batteries. The batteries are dead. Right. No way, Jose. Okay. So now to wake it up, what are you looking at? So, you know, can I come in there with two D cell batteries and, you know, an alligator clip and come in there you've and poke it or, you've gotta, or what are we looking for? You've got to exceed battery voltage. So let's say that, say yours is 48 volt. You've got to bring something in that's capable of giving over 48 volt. So if it's 49.5 we're shutting off at, then you've got to have something that gives 49.6. Okay. You know, you have to, so you have to basically have either an, another battery or a battery charger. Not, there's lots of batteries, not lots of them, but there's some battery chargers on the market now. Ames makes one that's a, a 36 or 48 volt. It's a great one to have, like in your system, it's a great one to have around because you can actually have it plugged into like a generator. You'd have to have a generator to use this, by the way. Right. But you can plug it into the generator and it will give 48 volts. So, a, a lot of chargers do not do 48 Okay. Volts. So in my case, where, and again, Sam and I were talking, I keep four of those Mission 420s right. in the garage. I right. mean, I have them if something happens. I got, I got replacements right. ready to throw up there. 
So he was saying felt like one of those could probably it probably would take two. Probably take two. Okay, probably take two because you might get away with one because their voltage is pretty high on those missions that you have the four twenties. The voltage is going to be around like forty eight point nine or something like that. So if the battery depends on where the battery is setting, you might get away with one. Worst case scenario, you put two out there, you put them in series, and you have your positive negative lead. And, it, we're and not so talking, need to have these on a rack or anything. I'm talking these. This is laying out in the sun, sunlight. right? And so you know. and so, if I'd laid them out in the sun, right. I had those two in in series. Right. I brought my positive negative negative in. Right. And I put them on the batteries, just put straight on, on the batteries. batteries straight the on the batteries. Boom. I mean, it's and I mean, it's just like jump starting a car. I mean, it's just dunk. Tack, tack them on there and tack then, them on. And, I mean, it's just like that. The battery, BMS says, okay, yep, I'm awake. You know. And then as long as there's sunshine right. energizing through the right. like yeah. the, through the FM one hundred and everything. Correct. Yeah. Because even if there is power coming in through the FM one hundred, it's saying Right. Nope. Yeah, the, the FM one hundred is in resting mode. When when the batteries are not taking in energy, that's gonna send your that will send your classic or your FM one hundred or whatever you know, whatever MPP charge controller you're using, it would send it in a resting mode as well. So it would just be setting, resting and saying, I've got energy here, but I have nowhere to put it. I mean, you might see, you know, 130 incoming volts, but that has nowhere to put it because the batteries are saying, I'm not accepting right now. You know, I'm asleep. I'm not accepting. And so what, as soon as that comes on, it will immediately fall out of resting mode and go right into bulk, bulk charging. Because at that point, if it's got that low, it definitely is going to go into bulk charging. And you'll start seeing that energy then all of a sudden start flowing back through that controller right down in your battery bank. So what you don't want to do is say it's 9 o'clock at night, the sun's down, and you say, oh, I'm going to go wake my batteries back up again. They they went to sleep for some reason. You went and seen the voltage, and, and now and you've determined the voltage is down on them, and you do not want to try to wake those things back up. With if you don't have an incoming charge, right? This gonna is going to wake up and go right, right back to sleep, right? right. It's going to go right back to sleep. You know, if you want to put a generator on them, that's fine. You know, if you like there again, that Ames has got that unit, that Con One Twenty. It's a thirty-six or forty-eight volt, thirty amp or twenty-five amp charger. So if you go start the generator, you can come in, you can pop it, wake it up, and then leave that connected and start charging that battery. Right. So, so let me ask you this: in in my scenario, where I've got I've got a 48 volt system and I've got, I got five of those batteries. Would it not be smart for me to have a, even if I just had a, a 48 volt battery in yeah. the mechanical room yeah. just to wake those up? Yeah. I, and, I, I mean, versus going out and have to start a generator and rely on a generator to start every time or, or have to go out and get panels and get panels and set them out and run your wires back in and, you know, if you're going to do that and have to set panels out every time to do that. Of course, two, you don't want to do – it's not going to happen that often, right. you think. One of two things is is I would either have them mounted. I mean, I would just go ahead and mount them and leave the leads basically capped off inside or disconnected, and or I would at least have the wires ran there all the time. In, my, in, in the case, like you just said, this shouldn't be happening very – I mean, this should, should be should really very – very it never happens really know, really <laughs> yeah that's the best case it never happens but if it does happen and because lithiums are so new to the market it's going to happen more often at the beginning until people learn these and i think as you as these lithiums come along you'll 
you will actually see that they will probably go ahead and put an extra cell in there that's a, just a deemed a 48-volt cell that you will punch a, button. punch a button, and it will give well, it so, Well, so is there a – what's my cheapest option to have a battery? The cheapest option is just to have a battery, you know, just – Which one? So what's the – Just me personally, I would just have a flooded lead acid battery, just some kind of small flooded lead acid battery that, that's capable of, you know – Without having to do four of them in series, you know. Right. So what do we got? What What's uh, my option? You know, unfortunately, there's not a lot of options in flooded lead acid. You know, four 12-volt batteries. But, you know, you can do four small lawnmower batteries. It doesn't matter. You know, just the smallest 12-volt. Is, is there one of our AGMs that would? AGMs still 12-volt. They're all monoblock 12-volts. So really the only battery you're seeing on the market that's 48-volt and, and 24-volt is lithium. I mean, that's all. You know, and you don't want to buy another lithium to turn around and have to, you know, wake up a lithium. You know what I mean? That's that's because in that situation, you will wind up being in trouble because if you ever run that one down where it's BMS shut off, now then you're you're really stuck because you know now you're back to unhooking panels away from it and or getting a charger. You know, best case scenario, you have there again, you have just four small. I mean, when I say lawnmower batteries, I mean this the small. Yeah, I get that. I mean, batteries. I mean, even so, like those. I mean, yeah, those old lantern batteries. Is right. That, I yeah. mean, is all you're looking is to get over. Yeah, yeah. If you you could take yeah, you could take the little six volt, you know, that goes in your old flashlight. You could take the, you could take you could actually take. I want to say that D cell batteries are three point two volt. I think they're three point two volt. Let's run a bunch of those. Just, you could just series them together. I mean, you know. You know, you can make your, you know, the crowd we're talking to right now is a pretty innovative crowd, I think. And so, you know, anything you can do to get up to 48 volts, actually, you know, I would want to get up about 52 volts. So when you hit it, I mean. And it's one time. That, it doesn't even need to be on there for like. Yeah. yeah. And that's what Trojan had done. And they didn't have a bunch of D cell batteries in there, by the way, or A cell batteries or double A. What they had well, was capacitor. Was a capacitor. That's what they I was sitting here thinking. Does it sound like a great job for a capacitor? That's exactly what they had in there. And the capacitor, for whatever reason, was failing in that. And Ouch. it wasn't It wasn't blowing up. It just was failing. And so it would, they couldn't get it to restart. They had no restart mechanism at that because they designed it for that to be the restart mechanism. And you couldn't even shock it awake. You had to. You really? Know, yeah. And so that's why. I mean, and what were, were they trying to do it like? automatically or were they no, they no you, had a you, push, push. you had to push the button you just pushed the button push the button and it didn't and, work but the capacitor was failing you know and it just they couldn't get a capacitor and you know it was a total going to be a total new redesign you know they huh. said we're going to go back to the drawing board of this whole thing i mean because that's so, that's like i mean that isn't that all that's in a like a in your grill oh it is it's a hundred percent it's in the grill yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. so and, and that's what you that's that's the future of it i mean Simplify will one day be that way. They'll have just a set of capacitors in there that they get charged along with the right, battery. Just sitting know? there. So it's just totally always Maintaining charged. state. Right. And, you know, capacitors are extremely good at remembering and holding the voltage that they're supposed to. I mean, even versus a battery, you know. Uh -huh. I mean, this may be a bring Wyatt in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and we, and we even looked at on many things we've used capacitors, you know, especially in testing purposes. You use capacitors, so okay. Uh, so all right. So did we? Did that? Did I ask all the right? I think so. I think so. You just need to just number one thing. You just and then the other thing on lithiums. I mean, like I said, they're kind of new on the market. They're not brand new by any means, but they're really taking market share I, now. Actually, I got. I do have one more question. So on my system, 
where I have five batteries, uh-huh. is waking one up going to wake the others up, or do I have to wake? It depends on if it depends on if all five shut down. You have to wake all five up. You have to you have to go and, and tell all five to wake up. So starting the one. Right, and you can't have because one you because you got the other four not because you've got to you've got to start it behind the BMS. Right, right. So you got to start it on the battery side of the BMS. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So, yep. so, so even if the rest of your stuff, but at least then you've got to, yeah, and you could jump her over. Yeah, you can jump her. Yeah, at that point you can jump her off the other ones. You know, and and sometimes they will. What I mean, the, we'll wake the rest of them up. More than likely, you're going to have to go through and wake them all up, though. And and just as a closing note, that was not what happened on my situation. It did wake everything back. The biggest deal there is is if you have multiple, like you do, you have the combiner box. You know, you got the lithium combiner box, right? And so it's got the big it's got the big bus bars. So all five of your your big number fours are all on on a positive side in the in the combiner box, and all of yours are on the the negative side in the combiner box. So you have five big wires that are black running to the the negative side and you have the five big red ones running the positive side you can go and wake up all five by energizing that bus bar that combiner box you can go energize that combiner box and it sends that signal down to all five batteries at one time it says wake up you know and everybody wakes up at one time that's one of the real advantages because lithiums are always used with combiner box if you're using multiple parallel units so we're we're increasing our amperage and not our voltage because most all like simplify, they're voltage specific. They're going to be either 24 or 48 volt or 12. You can buy 12, but it's pretty rare. But they're going to be voltage specific already. They're going to be already made that. So everything that you're doing is parallel circuit. You're not series in any of these together. Right, right, right. You're parallel. So you're doing that through that lithium combiner box. Okay. And so you can wake it up just off that lithium combiner box. You don't actually have to go down and touch a battery or post or anything. You can just do it off the combiner box. Okay. So. All right. Well, I hope this yeah. gave everybody some good feels on how Yep. how and why those batteries go to sleep and thanks for tuning in today thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today if you have a question you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast or just want to say hello email us at radio at windandsolar.com as always check out our store at windandsolar.com and buy some stuff your financial support underwrites our educational outreach like the podcast YouTube channel and local STEM collaboration It also keeps Lucy and her doggy chicken treats. Thanks again for listening.